And we are live. Awesome. And welcome to episode 53 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. Now powered by Q. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, and I'm a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minikotzi. I'm an instructional tech coach, and I am in Northwest LA County, also in California. And just a reminder, we have a 15 minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that. No, they do not. And so tonight's coffee fact is that by the 16th century, coffee was known throughout Persia, Egypt, Syria, and Turkey. So it started to spread. And not only did people drink the coffee in their homes, but get this, coffee houses began popping up. So we've had coffee houses since the 16th century. And these coffee houses weren't so different from those of today. They gathered to socialize, watch performers, listen to me, keep up with current events. So really not much has changed in the coffee business since then. Um, so without further ado, this is tonight's coffee guest, or coffee guest, hi. This is tonight's <laughs> guest, I have coffee on the brain, uh, Wanda, Char oh, see now I'm going to mess it up again, you sorry, Wanda Carroll, who will be talking to us about, um, and she's going to talk to us about sketchnoting for non-artists. So Wanda, tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, where you're located. Uh, I live in, in, in the Memphis, Tennessee area, so I'm the district technology coordinator for the Lakeland School System, which is just outside of Memphis. Awesome. Welcome. We're so happy that you could join us this evening. So sketchnoting. So some people I know aren't familiar with sketchnoting yet. Um, so what can you tell us about sketchnoting to help others become more familiar with it? Well, you know, when we were kids, we doodled a lot, and the teacher always said, stop doodling. This gives people permission to doodle. So, but doodling with a purpose. Uh, anything that can help a learner remember the text that they're usually taking notes with instead of the traditional bulleted lists, drawing little pictures that help you remember the text. So it's the simplest way to think about it. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, so many of our students do still doodle, although we, it has nothing to do with what we're learning. <laughs> so hopefully you can help us um, to kind of go into the right direction and, and guide our students um, in that. So um, as with anything in education, we do like to kind of refer back to research. So what does the research say about this style of note taking? Well, uh, research on dual code theory uh, is definitely comes into play. So when, when you're trying to absorb information, uh, having it as text gets, you, gets it into your brain in one way. You add pictures to that, add a visual image of that information, and it becomes what, what I like to call sticky learning. So when you're trying to then retrieve that information, you not only have the text version of it, but you also have that mental image. And one of the things that I like about sketchnoting is that it's the learner coming up with the picture. It's not necessarily a teacher attaching an image to the notes by actually drawing the image themselves. They have a, kind of a, a personal connection with the image. It's the image that they saw in their heads and it'll help them pull that information back later. Excellent, I love that term, sticky learning. I do too, awesome. I didn't come up with it, but I love it. <laughs> it's excellent, it's really good. It's, it's kind of encapsulates 
noting in itself. And I love that the learner does come up with the images themselves and kind of puts what's in here onto paper. Now, um, a friend of mine and I, when we were younger, um, we were not very good. We had these elaborate images in our heads and then on paper, it was the most horrific thing and she ended up throwing all of her art projects away as a result of it. Yeah. Um, so what if someone feels really uncomfortable with their drawing abilities? Well, I, I, that was me. <laughs> um, when when I first started sketchnoting, it, it was Sylvia Duckworth telling me, you can draw. You just have to do it. And it, lo and behold, the more you do it, the better you get, um, just like just about everything else. Um, I, I started doing a lot of what I have heard referred to as trace noting. So when you actually have an image there, you think old days and you had like the onion skin paper and you could put something on top of it and trace it. The iPad makes that so easy in a digital format. Um, so sketching a lot, uh, tracing a lot to build that muscle memory, um, but keeping it simple it, to where a drawing is good enough. A stick man is a stick man. It doesn't have to be anatomically correct and all that stuff. You still get the point across. Um, and when I try to teach people to sketch note and put together different images, I think taking those basic shapes and combining them. A cat is, uh, you can have a rectangle and a circle with, a, with an elongated you know, square over here and you got the cat and it's close enough if you put some whiskers on it. Uh, so combining simple shapes is, is really the easiest way to go. I love that idea. I know I personally tried it, and I'm sure a couple of our listeners um, would, would probably be in the same boat as me. I've done this in front of my class. I have no shame uh, in front of my fifth graders, and they laugh hysterically at my images because they look nothing. Like, I could do a cat like that, and it doesn't look like a cat. Um, which kind of them gives them the freedom I've noticed as well. Exactly. It too. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so they don't feel quite as self-conscious because they're like, well, look at what that teacher just did. That was interesting them yeah. that she chose on that one. And, and it's definitely, <laughs> I mean, the, the sketch noting is not about the art. I mean, we want to make it look good just because we want to make it look good. Um, but one of the things that was a big thing about Sketch 50 was that um, it, it, it just gives you a chance to uh, build that visual library. Uh, simple little icons to get your point across. So can you talk to us a little bit more about this Sketch 50? Um, like where can somebody, you know, can can people still do it? Uh, what was it about? The, the website to, to look to is sketch50.org. And so that we just finished our second year of that. Uh, essentially it's 50 days of sketching building up to National Drawing Day. Um, and we, we did a little bit different this year. We gave more topics for the week and let people pick the things they wanted to draw. But we really focused on the process and not the pretty uh, so that we could try to help people get over that fear of drawing. Um, and everybody who participated this year, without a doubt, kept saying, we love this approach. We were talking about this earlier. We love this approach because it gets you away from the artistic side and really to the, to the concept of it. 
That's excellent because that concept is so wonderful for kids and just the connections that they make. Now, not you've mentioned um, iPads and that you got started using iPads. Um, what materials does somebody need to get started? So either themselves or in their classrooms? I mean, seriously, a piece of paper and a crayon and you're good. You know, um, it, it can really be whatever you have on hand. Uh, I particularly like digital just because that's the way that I feel more comfortable with it. But if I'm stuck in a meeting and don't have my iPad with me, I'm still there doodling uh, on the agenda sheet. <laughs> uh, so really, it, it can be anything. It can be anything. That's excellent. So even though those classrooms that don't have access to, you know, whether it's technology or iPads, they can still utilize this uh, process with their students. Oh, absolutely. Um, are, there, are there any other... Um, are there any tools that are maybe on um, like Chromebooks or laptops or things like that that are available to use? I mean, you, you can actually do this concept without actually drawing. If you think about using something like Google Slides or Google Drawings um, on, on a Mac, you could use Keynote. Uh, several people who did Sketch 50 this year did it on the new Keynote with the, with the drawing. Um, but one of the things that, uh, I think is the biggest obstacle to overcome is just doing it, whether it's on a coloring book page, whether it's on your computer, whether it's uh, just in a regular uh, a Google slide deck, just putting those ideas into a visual format, I think it is the biggest key. Right. I love that. And you, know, you just said you just got to kind of keep doing it. So. How does someone get started practicing besides the, you know, just try it and keep doing it? Like, are there, you know, can we join in with the Sketch 50 now and go through the topics? Can we see process? You absolutely uh, you know, like can. Build up? We, we actually still have the prompts even from last year on there um, where we gave a specific prompt every day. Um, but this year, if you go to sketch50.org and look for the prompt section, you you have a lot of ideas there that can help you. Um, but if you also look at the Sketch 50 hashtag on Twitter, you'll be able to see all the things that people shared over the course of the past 50 days. And it can give you a lot of really good ideas um, for how to draw the different types of things. And we focused on, on ideas that were applicable to the classroom. So things that are creating and subjects and that kind of thing. So it, it gives you a really good visual vocabulary using that as a prompt. That is wonderful. I think I have some homework to do for myself. I want to see you share them. Use the Sketch 50 <laughs> hashtag. I, I definitely, hopefully all of our uh, listeners and viewers will be sharing out as well with that Sketch 50 hashtag too. Um, so what advice do you have for people uh, who are slow to decide what um, image to do, you know, and I just kind of sometimes miss, I can't make those connections, things like that. Just, you know, you, how to get started. You'd be surprised. The more you think about it, the harder it gets. If you put yourself on a timer, uh, and just, you know, give yourself that word. You're going to, you're going to, for the next two minutes, you're going to draw something about an idea and you, you 
pick that light bulb and you start figuring out how do I draw a light bulb? And, and you look at some clip art of what a light bulb looks like and, and just get yourself out there and do it. And with that timer, you don't have the chance to think about it. Not unlike the timer you use here for the podcast. You just got to get it going. <laughs> I love that idea of a timer. Now, what about those of us who and our students too, you know, they, they're so busy in the process of, of imagining a certain picture that they then begin to lose focus of the actual content that they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'll have to admit, I've been guilty of that myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I lose that focus in a meeting. I start drawing that picture, you know. Um, the, the key is always pulling it back to the, that, that thing that prompted you to draw that image. Um, and not spending too much time on it. One of the examples I use in a session I do is um, Abraham Lincoln signing the Emancipation Proclamation. And I, to help me remember, I drew a little picture of Abraham Lincoln, just a stick man with the hat, you know. Um, but he signed it on, on uh, January 1st. And so I have a little sign of him holding the Emancipation Proclamation in one hand and a Happy New Year sign in the other. So I will always remember that it was signed on January 1st. Um, but you would not want to see my Abraham Lincoln anywhere. The hat and the beard, that's the only way you could tell it was Abraham Lincoln. But. Oh, that's funny. Now I will remember that Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation on uh, New Day. Oh, that's a great image. Well, do you have any other final thoughts, words of wisdom, advice? Just do it. I mean, that's the only way you're going to be able to get better at it is to do it. Um, I've, I've been doing it now for about a year and a half, and uh, I, I feel like I get better every day. So, and, it's and it has been fun. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, it has been fun to watch the progress and the growth that you've made in your sketches from when you first started. I remember when you first started uh -huh. seeing your sketches and to the level that they're at now is amazing. And so that whole growth mindset and hopefully yeah. our viewers will, you know, dip their toes into it. Um, Wanda has given us several great resources that will be posted um, on our blog as well as on the Q's blog because we're powered by Q now. Awesome. Um, there's some really great stuff there. So um, with that, I'm just going to say thank you all for listening. I certainly have enjoyed this episode. This was fantastic. Um, and if you enjoyed the show, please go ahead and leave us a comment to let us know. Um, and tonight's comment question is, as the school year winds down, and a lot of people are starting to count down, now is the perfect time to try something new that you can incorporate into your classroom next school year. Hmm. What are some ways that you folks could um, or would like to begin using sketchnoting in your classroom? Please uh, join us on Monday, June 4th, when our guest will be Dr. Karen Jackson speaking to us about teacher agency. This sounds exciting to teachers driving their own professional development. This is going to be a great way to kick off our summer of learning. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting. I can't wait. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. If you like the show, and of course you do, why wouldn't you? Um, please rate us and leave a review on iTunes because it helps people find us. 
Uh, remember, we're always looking for guests to share the great things they're doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill or if you'd like to be a guest, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks for listening.